0: Welcome to this week's episode of Spread Talk. As always, I am your host, Isaac Krakoka. And I'm Will Kuypers. And we'll be previewing week nine, all of our matchups, our picks, and why we think um, this team, your team, will win or lose. And we'll introduce to you a couple parlays. One safe parlay that we're pretty sure i will hit, pretty safe bet. The money you make can buy you uh, buy you dinner this weekend and a bold parlay where if it hits, um, you you can pay you can buy a couple dinners. Uh, so, let's get straight into the games for this weekend. We'll start with Ravens versus Colts. Um, I've got Ravens. Uh, I feel like that's pretty self explanatory. Um, the Colts have been underperforming in my opinion this year. Their defense has been stout. I agree. Um, But when they don't have Darius Leonard, they're a completely different animal. I do think he's back this week, which might give Lamar Jackson a little bit of trouble. But until the Colts have an answer at quarterback to a pass rush friendly defense, I think the Ravens here win by a touchdown. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think Philip Rivers will be, quote unquote, running for his life. Mm -hmm. Um, And we saw so far this season, he's not very mobile. So I think the Colts, they struggle to get the run game going. They, the pressure gets to Phillip Rivers a few times. I think they lose by a touchdown, maybe more.
0: Chiefs-Panthers. Uh, again, I have Chiefs. Hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes in any game. Um, but especially against the Panthers, their defense has been below league average this year. And the Chiefs, obviously, now this is week two with Le'Veon Bell, a pass-catching running back, coming out of the backfield. Obviously, we know Patrick Mahomes has a plethora of weapons on the outside, but the unsung hero this year for the Chiefs has been their defense. I believe it's been a top five to top seven defense since week 10 last year or something like that. They've really addressed their weak spots in the secondary. Um, Honey Badger's playing like a team captain, as he should, and I think they'd be able to limit uh, Teddy Bridgewater's playmakers on the outside, even though I do love Robbie Anderson. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it won't be as much of a blowout as people may think, especially with the line set at ten and a half. Especially with Christian McCaffrey could be back, um, probably in a limited role. That being said, I still like the Chiefs. Uh, I think they're just way too good on offense, um, and their their defense is, like you said, an unsung hero. So I think the Panthers struggle to get stuff going. Um, what a welcome back for c facing the Chiefs defense, though.
0: Thank God. I took you him number one in my fantasy not draft. Not who
1: you would want to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm finally getting to start him since playing him in week one of my fantasy season. So I'm happy to have him back. But yeah, I've got Chiefs here by um, 10 points, I would say. Maybe 33, 23, something like that. Titans-Bears. This is an interesting one. I have Titans. Um, I think Tennessee will not lose three games in a row especially coming off of a loss to, um, to the Bengals, um, a game where they should have won by you know two scores. I think the Titans' defense, even though it's been lackluster and not the same defense as last year, they'll be able to match up enough against Allen Robinson that Nick Foles will have to start looking to his second, third, and fourth options. And I don't think Jimmy, Gra- Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet will be able to... Uh, this is a sneaky candidate for the under. I feel like this could be a low-scoring game, battle of the trenches, but I think the Titans would win that one.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit closer than the six-and-a-half-point spread would suggest. Uh, that being said, I do think the Titans pull this one off, but I, at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears win. But I think for the Bears to win, it's going to have to be a very low-scoring game. I think if the Titans win, they, the, if the Titans score... 24 to 28 points I think they win yeah but if the Bears can keep it in the trenches and grind it out maybe 17 to 12 game like for some field goals I think that's when the Bears would have a chance but other than that I think the Titans have this one
0: yeah the Bears I think can win if it's an ugly matchup um David Montgomery yep. if he gets over 85 yards rushing I feel like that's my magic number. Don't know where I'm getting it, but as long as he can control the run game against a pretty decent run defense in Tennessee, I feel like the Bears would have a good chance to win that one in in a bruiser. Um, Alright, Texans-Jags. I have Texans uh, just because I don't, you know, it's hard for me to bet on the Jaguars. I probably know about five or six of their player names in, in total, including Garner Minshew. Uh, especially because hey, the Texans, former Brown. former Brown, wait, really?
1: Yeah, Joe Shobert.
0: Oh, Joe Shobert! I thought we were, were talking Garner Minci, and I'm like, I don't recall <laughs> that. Was it like a, a draft <laughs> no. day trade? Like, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, Joe Shobert. Man, I, I miss him in Cleveland. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but oh, the Texans did not. Really yeah, the Texans did not move Will Fuller. Um, I don't, I don't know why they didn't. Uh, personally, I think. He would have been a great trade piece at the deadline, but you know, they retained him. I think the Jaguars is secondary is not amazing. And I think that Deshaun Watson, will be able to sprinkle the ball around enough that the Texans will win this game. However, this could be a, this could be a sneaky one. This could, this could bust a lot of people's uh, parlays. So what do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I got to agree with you here. I think this one is tricky. Um, it all depends on if the Jaguars' offense shows up or not. But at the same time, it's hard to bet against Deshaun Watson against a team that has been very below average, a bottom a bottom five team. Um, team without a passer, so I like the Texans to win this, but at the same time, same thing as the Bears. It wouldn't shock me if the Jaguars won. But for them to win, it would have to be a shootout, in my opinion.
0: Giants versus the football team. This one might be a bit of a hot take. I have the Washington football team. Um, I know they are on their backup quarterback in Kyle Allen. I know they haven't looked amazing this year. And I know the Giants have been trending positively. They just had a very competitive game against the Buccaneers. Uh, Giants plus 12.5, never a doubt for last weekend. Um, But I think the difference between these two... The Giants' strength... I would say would be their offense, Um, their perimeter weapons are, are, you know, I think actually above average, I think Darius Slayton is mad underrated, and um, I think when Daniel Jones can actually have time in the pocket he can make a good throw, but uh, the turnover problem with Daniel Jones against a very, very strong Washington defense. I feel like, will be the difference. This one is the game I am hammering the over in, though, despite me saying that uh, Washington's defense will be able to swallow the Giants' offense because that line's at 43. Um, I think I think the combined score will be a little higher than that, um, but as long as Kyle Allen and Terry McLaurin can work around an average defense that the Giants have, I think the football team can win this game. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. This one very well could be a 10 to seven game, could be a shootout and, or the Giants could win in a blowout. I really don't know, but my pick is the football team. here.
1: Yeah, I'm also gonna be going with the football team. I think Terry McLaurin is, he, he gets a lot of credit, but I do think he's still underrated. He's a quarterback proof wide receiver, meaning anyone you trot out at quarterback, he'll still be productive. Um, And I feel like it's time we stop calling Kyle Allen the backup quarterback because, I mean, Dwayne Haskins was benched. You're
0: right. Yeah, you're right.
1: So, Kyle Allen, Ron Rivera's guy. Ron Rivera knows him. He's tailoring the offense to him. I think the Washington football team, I think their offense takes a step forward just to match up with how good their defense is. I think they win this game straight up. So... So yeah, I think I think their defense will be too much for Daniel Jones, um, prone to making mistakes, and I think he makes a couple costly mistakes, and the football team pulls it off. Seahawks Bills,
0: I have the Seahawks hard again. I will never bet against Russell Wilson. I think he is the MVP now, pretty straight up. All of the other candidates for MVP have a flaw on their resume. If you can say anything about Russell Wilson. His game against the Cardinals would have been the one to sound the alarm, but um, I think based on his pedigree and his track record this year, we can disregard that unfavorable matchup against a... You know, an Arizona Cardinals defense that actually stepped up. So I think the Seahawks will be able to control the game against the Bills. I think their perimeter weapons will be too much for the Bills' corners to handle. Even though they do have Josh Norman, I feel like he's a little washed. Um, yeah, I, I have the Seahawks winning this one. But again, any Seahawks game will be weird. There's never been a normal Seahawks game in the history of the franchise. So I, I have Seahawks, but I'm not confident that they would cover.
1: Yeah, this is one I kind of jostled back and forth on a little bit. I ended up thinking Seahawks um, straight up in this one. Uh, But I do think this is one where the over might be a solid bet. Just because both teams have good offenses. I mean, we'll see if Josh Allen can recap the magic he had the first few weeks of the season. Um, This would be the defense to do it against. The Seahawks defense has been very underwhelming far cry from when they used to be the 12th man don't forget Um, about carlos though
0: he's he's being inserted into that squad plus jamal adams might be
1: back Um, but i still think the defense
0: is a little underwhelming
1: yeah i yeah i think the bills make it a close game i don't know if they can end up even covering the three uh just because russell wilson he's hands down mvp There's no doubt about that. There shouldn't be any doubt in anyone's mind. Um, Russell Wilson will score a lot of touchdowns. I think Josh Allen will do the same. I think it'll be a shootout, and I think the Seahawks win by four.
0: Raiders-Chargers. I've got Vegas in this one. I think John Gruden really showed out last week um, against a first-year head coach in Kevin Stefanski. I understand that that's an unfavorable matchup for Cleveland, but in a game where the wind was blowing at 50 miles an hour and it was raining sideways, John Gruden was able to control the ground game, was able to control the time of possession, and really out Cleveland. Not to say anything against Kevin Stefanski. I think he's still a great choice for Cleveland, but I think that was a John Gruden-1 game. I don't think Cleveland lost that game, and I think that the Raiders carried that momentum into a game against the Chargers, a game in which... Um, Herbert and the squad lost a heartbreaker to the Broncos. So I feel like after an emotional loss, it'll be hard for them to rally um, against the Raiders team that is surging for a playoff spot. So I've got Raiders beating the Chargers.
1: Yeah, I said it a couple weeks ago. Like, the Raiders are a very underrated team, in my opinion. They'll play up to competition. They'll play down. So they're kind of an enigma. And the same thing with the Chargers. The Chargers will look good for three quarters of the game And then just implode on themselves <laughs> I think Justin Herbert has been Has clearly shown that he's going to be their franchise quarterback I think he's, he's uh, A transcendent here, not talent so far yeah. he, he is very He's been very, very impressive That being said I do like the Raiders I, I think they'll step up um, But I, I would not be at all surprised if the Chargers ended up pulling this one off, I'm gonna go Raiders here, but. And it'll either be a blowout or it'll be an extremely close game. It's hard to tell. Dolphins, Cardinals.
0: I've got the Dolphins in this game. Um, don't at me. I think the Cardinals are a very talented team. However, um, I don't think their early season success is sustainable. Not to say that they won't be a wild card team, but. I think they take a step back against the Dolphins uh, for whatever reason. Even though um, Tua did not look amazing in his first NFL start, this game is in Arizona, and Tua's not going to be able to rely on special teams and defensive touchdowns. I think that the Dolphins will be able to beat the Cardinals with a little Tua magic. I'm excited to see him play, Uh, but this is a game that the Cardinals could win by 10. Uh, I'm just... I'm in on Tua and the Dolphins. I'm really excited to see it. Um, and he's got decent protection. I feel like once he has time to step and throw, he can make accurate throws because he's not the biggest guy in the world and he doesn't have a cannon. So as long as he's protected back there, I feel like he he's in a position to succeed. So I've got the Dolphins in this one, but I'm not super confident about it.
1: Yeah, this one's tricky for me because uh, it's very hard to evaluate a rookie quarterback in one week when... The game script was that, was... that was a very weird game overall. Cooper Cup had 21 targets. The Dolphins scored special teams defensive touchdowns. So, very hard to get a grasp on is Tua the real deal yet or no. Um, and that's what I think it comes down to. I think the Cardinals can rush him enough and get him in into his own head maybe a little bit. Um, I, I like the Cardinals in this one, but... I wouldn't be surprised if Tua steps up. He's shown that he can do that in his time at Alabama. He's he's a very determined guy. Uh, we saw that coming back from hip surgery. So I like the Cardinals, but at the same, same thing as you, I'm not very confident in that one. Steelers-Cowboys, uh, this is my
0: bet of the week. I have Steelers destroying the Cowboys. The Cowboys are on their fourth-string quarterback. No Dak, no Andy Dalton, no Ben DiNucci. Uh, They're on Cooper Rush. Uh, The Steelers have the best defense in the NFL. I don't think that's arguable. Maybe Baltimore. Um, That's tough for me to say as a fan of an AFC North team that isn't Pittsburgh or Baltimore. But those are the two best defenses in the league. And I think the Steelers have the better defense. Um, They just beat the Baltimore Ravens. So they're coming off of a very good win. They're playing a Cowboys team that could not... Uh, stop anybody this year. Um, they let the Browns put up 40 something points on them. Um, they let Atlanta run up the score. They've had a real tough time stopping, uh, stopping quite literally anything. So I think the Steelers, with above-average uh, play at wide receiver, quarterback, and running back, along with a superb offensive line, and Eric Ebron emerging as one of the better. And safer tight ends in the league, I feel like the Steelers will be able to put up at least three to four touchdowns, um, maybe three, but I don't see the Cowboys scoring more than 10 points. So I have the Steelers winning big against the Cowboys, at least three scores. I have them winning 28 to seven, something like that. Uh, what do
1: you yeah. think? Yeah, this game is going to be a blowout. There's no question about that. The Cowboys defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. Um, Their offense has been pretty horrendous the last few weeks without Dak Prescott. Um, And that just proves that he deserves to be paid. That offense revolves around him. Yeah. Um, That being said, I think the Cowboys game plan in this one will probably be to try and establish the run. But the Steelers run defense is too good for that. And if they're forced to pass, it just escalates the problem. I can see them turning the ball over quite a few times. I think the Steelers run away with this one. And the only thing that might limit them against the spread is if they start running the clock out early.
0: Yeah. Mike Tomlin is a respectful head coach. He's done that in the past. But I hope it doesn't happen. All right. Bucks Saints. This one... Uh, was a tough one for me to call I'm going Buccaneers Because The two oldest quarterbacks in the league Tom Brady versus Drew Brees I feel like Tom Brady has proven That he can still do it at a high level I think Drew Brees has shown that his arm strength Is, is Nowhere to be found It's not where it used to be um, And the Buccaneers with their Defense I think the best defense in the league Can limit the Saints I think that Leonard Fournette returning... I-, I think he's a better running back than Rojo, even though uh, Jones Absolutely. has been very capable. I think Leonard Fournette will be able to pound the rock against a Saints defense that has been underwhelming. And the addition of Antonio Brown. This is the A-B game. I added him on fantasy. I actually drafted him in one of my leagues. I drafted him with my last pick. Everyone was <laughs> clowning me for it. This is not a joke. I drafted him and with my last pick. Um, I was getting hate in the group chat. You just drafted someone that is currently unemployed by the NFL, but who's laughing now? He's going to be catching passes from Tom Brady. I see him making an immediate impact. Maybe not the Pittsburgh Steeler, Antonio Brown, that we've been accustomed to, but I am excited to see him play with Tom Brady again. I see the Buccaneers winning this game. Don't know by how much because the Saints are always going to be a solid team, Um, but I think the Buccaneers outclassed them this week. I think they win by a touchdown.
1: Yeah, I think the Buccaneers win this one as well um, But what, what shouldn't be discounted is If Michael Thomas is able to return If he's able to return and show that he's not hampered By his hamstring and ankle injuries Then he could be, he could be in line for a huge game Even though that Buccaneers defense is good He's going to want to shut down all the haters He's going to want to prove everyone wrong So I could see him having a big day and the Saints eking out a win. But that's just hopeful, hopeful in part because I have him, Michael Thomas, on my fantasy team. (laughs) So do I. I'm hoping to get something out of him before the end of the year. took him first round Uh, in my
0: other other league. So Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas, my two first round picks have (laughs) been out all year uh, in my two leagues. So hopefully they're both back
1: this week. Yeah, but if I'm looking at this game from an unbiased, from fantasy perspective, um, I do like the Buccaneers in this one.
0: Patriots and Jets, the worst Monday night football game of the year. Uh, I guess I've got Patriots. Um, Not confident that they'll cover the spread. Eight and a half is a big margin for a team that's looked absolutely anemic. Um, I was, I'll admit... I was very much on the cam for MVP train throughout through the first three weeks of the season. Don't get me wrong. I thought the Patriots had the chance to be a top 10 team in the league by this point. Um, but with the COVID and injuries that they've had to deal with, um, and all of their opt outs, I feel like they are not the team that I predicted they'd be in week three when they actually went toe to toe with the Seahawks. So I think the Patriots will win. Um, I think, I don't think they have a single wide receiver that, you know, makes a difference in this game, especially especially with Julian Edelman being out. I think he's the biggest hole in that offense. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, I think Nikhil Harry's kind of a bust. Um, I think their running backs are fine, not exceptional. Um, Cam Newton's their most dynamic playmaker, and he's been average at best this season. So... If this was against any other team in the league other than maybe, like, the Giants or the... I, actually, no. I'd probably take the Bengals in this game. If it was against any other team other than the Giants and the Jets, I would probably take them, uh, but I've got Maybe Patriots, the Cowboys. Maybe the Cowboys. Uh, I've got Patriots beating the Jets um, by seven points, so not the eight-and-a-half-point spread.
1: Yeah, I think, I think the Patriots win this game, uh, but I don't think they cover... And at the same time, this is a very bold thing of me to say, if the Jets are going to win a game this season, it'll be this game. Um, is it at New York? If they don't win today, uh, I'm not sure, honestly. But the Jets' defense, we saw them against Buffalo. Buffalo's got a pretty solid offense. Uh, they held them without a touchdown. Um, they did. And he put, he put that same defense against a big, a plain, plain and simply bad offense By the Patriots No matter who they trot out there Even if they decide to bench Cam at some point That Patriots offense is It's a crapshoot right now uh, I don't think they'll get really any production They will have to rely on maybe Hitting a, a big play Maybe a defensive or special teams Touchdown um, This is a sneaky game I think the Jets might get their first win um, and But I do think that the practical person to me doesn't want to bet against Bill Belichick um, so I would take Patriots money line but I don't think they cover
0: the game is at MetLife so there is that it is in New York um, not that that okay. makes too much of a difference with COVID but it's not going to be uh, in Massachusetts so they've got that yeah. um, don't, All right. don't
1: discount that
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree I mean, I think this can be an interesting game I'm excited, I'm not excited to watch it But I will watch it Um, Alright, we've got a couple parlays We'll start with our safer parlay Um, I've got Patriots money line But after just discussing that game with you I am less confident in that one Than I was when I made the pick But I still think the Patriots will win I've got Buccaneers money line I think they outclass Tampa or, I think they outclass New Orleans, excuse me. I have Seahawks' money line, just with the additions of Jamal Adams and Carlos Dunlop being back in the starting fold. I think they can limit Josh Allen enough. I've got Chiefs' money line. Again, um, they've got a undervalued and top tier running back that is now in his second full week with the Chiefs' offense and the Chiefs' system. I think Le'Veon Bell will be surprisingly helpful out of the backfield in pass catching. And I got Steelers minus 14.5. Again, my bet of the week. I am not a fan of taking three-score favorites, but this is a game where I can see it happening. I've got these five bets, and a $10 bet would win $56.08.
1: Yeah, so for my safer one, I went much safer to say the least. Um, this one, if you put 10 on it, will net you a little over $28. Um, what I got for is five money line picks. Um, and the first one will be Ravens money line over Colts. I think that one's pretty safe. The Ravens are still a top tier team. They've scuffled a little bit lately, but they're still, they're still a top three team, maybe top five at the worst. um, also like the Chiefs' money line. Pretty straightforward. You, no one thinks the Chiefs are going to lose to the Panthers. Uh, um, a very, very safe pick for number three, and that's Steelers' money line against the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, take it to the um, bank. I
1: know you like them by, by 14 and a half, but this is, I'm playing it super, super safe for this one. Uh, so I like Steelers' money line. I'm also rounding this off with Patriots' money line. Like I said, this one could be iffy, but I fully expect Bill Belichick to out coach Adam Gase. Um, so I got I got them money line. And I like the Texans to beat the Jags straight up. Um, this one, kinda iffy, take it out if you want. Um, but a Bill O'Brienless Texans is not a bad thing. <laughs> um, so I, they're much better off without him, in my opinion, and probably most people's opinion. Um, And I think the Jags have a couple playmakers, but they don't have nearly enough, and they're scattered around at very different spots. I think the Texans can beat them by at least two or three at the absolute worst. Bold parlay. I've
0: got, again, my bet of the week, Steelers minus 14.5. I've explained it before, but... Um, I think the Steelers' offense absolutely outclasses the uh, Cowboys' defense. And I don't think the Cowboys' offense will be able to move the ball past the 30 against the Steelers. I don't think they score a touchdown. I think they get all their points from field goals. Uh, So I've got Steelers winning big again. I've got Seahawks minus three. Um, Again, this one is a a toss-up. I think the Seahawks will win and I think they'll cover... The Bills' offense last week didn't look amazing. And I understand the Seahawks have problems on their defensive side, but they're adding Carlos Dunlap and they're getting Jamal Adams back. I think both of those two will be big playmakers on that side of the ball. And they'll be able to limit the Bills in the red zone enough when the field gets shorter. Uh, You might see some pressure from Jamal Adams on Josh Allen. Uh, I'd be excited to see that matchup. Um, But I see the Seahawks winning by a touchdown here. I've got the Giants versus Washington, the over, 43 points. It's a very low point total spread. Um, And so with 43 points, I think either team could catch lightning in a bottle. This might negate my pick of Washington over the Giants if the Giants' offense decides to uh, strike early and often against Washington. I could see them winning. Uh, Either way, I think the over of 43 points can be hit by this this matchup i've got dolphins plus 4.5 this one again obviously it's in the bold parlay because it's a little tougher to hit um cardinals i think are good not great i think chandler jones would be a problem for tua i'm not gonna lie um but i think the dolphins even if they don't win i think they will not lose by a full touchdown i think they could lose by a field goal um but they'd still cover. So, I've got the Dolphins uh, probably losing in a close one, not losing by a full touchdown. And lastly, I've got Broncos plus four. I did have again the um, Falcons winning this game, and I did have I did have the Dolphins winning the game in my moneyline picks from earlier. Uh, but. I had them plus 4.5 because I figured that's too big of a spread for a talented Arizona team. So even if Arizona wins, I think the Dolphins could cover Anyways, I've got Broncos plus 4. I think they will lose this game. I think the Falcons' offense is decent enough to be able to outplay the Broncos' defense. Um, but I think they lose, again, by less than a touchdown. So to recap, I've got Steelers winning big. Seahawks winning by a score. Giants versus the football team putting up enough points to beat 43. Dolphins winning or losing by less than four and a half. And Broncos losing, but they lose by less than four. So a $10 bet with this bold parlay would net $255.22. So I talked myself into it, hopefully it hits. Um, But what is your bold parlay looking
1: like? Yeah, so for my bold parlay, I didn't want to think too much. Uh, So I just ran through it first glance, bop, 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 bop. Uh, Um, and that's how I like to do my bold ones um, You know, gut, gut feelings so. so we'll get into it I got Ravens minus one Like we've discussed numerous times I think the Ravens are a better team than the Colts On offense and defense I think they win And by one point All they gotta do is win by a field goal um, Then I got Broncos plus four uh, I think the Broncos might win this game uh, but even if they don't, I think they keep it within, keep it within four. Um, we saw how how good they looked at least in the fourth quarter last week. Um, and the Falcons, I can't help but think they might blow another fourth quarter lead. <laughs> um, so, so I got the Broncos plus four here. Uh, um, and then we move on. We got Jets plus eight and a half. I know you're saying. Ooh. You're probably saying bet on the jets the team that will probably go winless this year yes because the patriots offense like we discussed earlier is anemic and the jets defense could hold josh allen without a touchdown in the bills offense um i think this game stays close i think the jets if they can play a perfect game may eke out a win but i think this game stays within the eight and a half points for sure um and then I like Saints, plus four and a half. Uh, I do think the Buccaneers will win this game, but I don't think they'll win by a lot. Maybe a field goal. Uh, but this all this all hinges on whether or not Michael Thomas will play and if he will be limited, if he'll be out there for most of the snaps, if not all. Um, like I said earlier, I think Michael Thomas could have a big, ga- big game. But I don't like the Saints to win this game. But I think they keep it close. Uh, So to round this one out, I got the over in Seahawks versus Bills. Uh, Both teams have pretty great offenses. The Seahawks obviously being better. um, And both teams have very average at best defenses. um, With the Bills being a little better. So I think both teams are going to put up a lot of points. A lot of points. I could see this one ending probably maybe even 38-31 in favor of the Seahawks, but I think it's a high-scoring game, and I think it blows past that over, barring any unforeseen weather circumstances. Um, So a $10 bet on this would net you about $238.34.
0: All right, uh, my safe parlay again. Just to recap, ten bucks on it would win fifty six dollars and eight cents. Ten dollars on my bold one would win two hundred fifty five dollars and twenty two cents. Uh, will, if you want to refresh us on your totals.
1: Yep. So for my safe parlay, a ten dollar bet will net you twenty eight dollars and six cents. Not for a little dinner. Maybe <laughs> fill up the gas tank. Um, and the ten dollar bet on my bold parlay will let, will net you quite a bit more than that, uh, that'll be two hundred thirty eight dollars and thirty four cents.
0: So think about it.
1: Before we let you go, uh,
0: we've decided there will be no more Falcons slander on this podcast. No more twenty eight to three. None of that. Um, we can
1: still slander the current Falcons. We can slander the current Falcons. They do, they do a lot suck. of leads this season.
0: Yeah, but. They, they did come back. The state of Georgia, the city of Atlanta, did come back when it mattered most. Um, they got their votes counted. Flipped Georgia. So, shout out Atlanta. We love you. No more 28-3 slander. That will not be coming out of our mouths Absolutely
1: anymore. Absolutely not. That will not be tolerated.
0: Except your team right now currently does suck. Um, anyways, that is all we've got for this week of Spread Talk. Be on the lookout for next week's episode and our breakdowns of week 10. So, as always, I'm
1: Isaac. And I'm Will. And we'll catch you next time. Later. See you.